Now sometime, somewhere last week, I saw a picture online of a, of a white state trooper leaning in through the window of the front passenger seat of a vehicle and grasping the hand of a black man, a black man sitting there. Found this article, I found an article about this moment captured in this picture on CNN.com and according to the article, the picture was taken back in March of this year and was a picture of Jared Dottie of the North Carolina State Highway Patrol and the passenger, Tony Geddes. Uh, the driver of the car was Geddes' daughter, Ashley Wilkerson, who had just picked up her father, Tony, from Duke University Medical Center after a round of chemotherapy and was driving him back home. And as she was driving, she noticed in the rearview mirror the, the blue flashing lights of the state trooper behind her and realized that she was speeding. And after she pulled over in a brief conversation between Geddes and Wilkerson and Officer Doty, Doty took Wilkerson's license and registration back to his vehicle. And while there, Doty reflected, reflected on what was happening. He, he had noticed that Geddes had a pouch uh, attached to his pelvis area. And Doty himself had been diagnosed with ulcerative colitis that it could have turned into cancer and he had had part of his colon removed and afterwards had to wear one of those pouches himself. And as he recovered from that surgery, the officer thought about all the people who had prayed for him and encouraged him. And so he resolved at that time, if anyone, if anyone, if he could help one person through their illness, he would do it. And he remembered that promise while he was sitting in his patrol car. And according to the article, Officer Doty walked back to Wilkerson and Geddes and asked, Sir, do you mind if I ask what kind of cancer you have? And Geddes said, No, I don't mind. I, I have colon cancer. And feeling the weight of the moment, Doty took a risk and asked, Can I pray for you? Of course, Geddes said, I absolutely believe in prayer. Uh, Geddes' wife was a pastor. And so Doty took Geddes' hand, you know, leaning in there through the car window, and prayed for, for Tony Geddes. And moved by that moment, uh, Ashley Wilkerson took a picture of the state trooper, of the white state trooper, Jared Doty, uh, praying for her father, the black man, Tony Geddes. And after he prayed, Geddes, uh, Doty told Geddes, I just want you to know that you have someone else praying for you on your journey. Well, sadly, Mr. Geddes died in May of, late May of 2022, and it was then that his daughter, uh, Ashley, posted the picture of Officer Doty and her father and expressed gratitude for the state trooper for praying for him. And as it is said, you know, this picture went viral. Uh, in this encounter, we have the intersection of race and policing. We also have the recognition of something that is much deeper than the things that can divide people. And we have an example of what we just sang in the sequence hymn. Join hands, the people of the faith, whatever your race may be, all children of the living God are surely kin to me. Now all of this may be seen in light of what Paul told the Galatians in the letter he wrote to them. He told them, as many of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male or female. For you are all one in Jesus Christ. 
What he means here is the difference is that separated and divided people were superseded when they joined the covenant community initiated by Jesus Christ. Now, Paul, a little background on Galatians. Paul wrote his letter to the Galatians because he had heard they were following a less excellent way than the one he had taught them. Uh, though he had helped start the church in Galatia, which is now modern-day Turkey, uh, and it was a church of, made up of Gentiles uh, rather than Jews, uh, they turned away from the gospel that Paul taught them. They began following some other missionaries showed up and taught them other things that Paul had not taught them, which included and required them to follow the Jewish laws concerning uh, food, Sabbath observance, and circumcision, which was contrary to what Paul had taught them. And so having heard about this, Paul wrote them this letter. And in the part of the letter we have today, Paul likens the law, which is, we might say, that the first five books of the Bible, and maybe some of the ones that follow those first five books, Paul likens those, the law to a disciplinarian. And in Paul's day, a disciplinarian was a slave, was a slave of the household whose job it was to keep order amongst the kids. They would walk the children to school and make sure the children behaved themselves. Uh, the disciplinarian was not a member of the family, and when the kids, the children grew up, the disciplinarian services were no longer needed. And so like the disciplinarian, Paul is saying that the law served a purpose for a time, but through Jesus' death and resurrection, its services are no longer needed. And Paul is trying to say that one becomes a child of faith not by becoming circumcised or following the food laws and the like, but through faith in Jesus Christ. And later in the letter, in chapter 6, Paul exclaims, For neither circumcision or uncircumcision is anything, but a new creation is everything. So those in Christ are part of this new creation about which Paul speaks. A new creation is everything. In one of his sermons, the 20th century theologian Paul Tillich said, If I were asked to sum up the Christian message for our time in two words, I would say, with Paul, it is the message of new creation. And Christianity is the message of the new creation, the new being, the new reality, which has appeared with the appearance of Jesus, who brings this new state of things. So Jesus' death and resurrection make this new creation, this new being, this new reality possible. And for those in Christ, they participate. We participate in this new creation, this new being, and this new reality. And so the former distinctions and divisions are superseded by a more fundamental unity of being in Christ. Now it's not, it's not though the case that everything is made perfect by this. The, 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 the new being, the new reality, the old way overlaps with the new being. They all we overlap. So not everything is made perfect. Uh, in Paul's day, members of the church still struggled to figure out uh, you know, their life together in terms of class divisions and gender roles and the institution of slavery. In our own day, we struggle with what it means to be a Christian and how we are to live out our faith when it comes to race and sexuality and how we exercise our citizenship. And there are small and large differences in how we understand these things. And yet Paul points out that though these continue to exist, they are secondary. And that what is primary is our identity in Christ. It's not our wealth. It's not our status in the community. 
our ethnicity, our nationality, our Christian denomination, or any other commitments or allegiances we might have. It's not that, it's not that we can't acknowledge these things and at times celebrate them, uh, but that is not, they are not fundamental to who we are. What is most fundamental to who we are is our unity and identity in Christ that overcomes any division. And even further than that, even further than that, since all people are made in the image of God, there is a fundamental unity between all people. And since Christ is the perfect image of the Father, Christ himself dwells in all people, and all people dwell in Christ. And so are worthy of dignity and respect. So our work, our work, our work, as we say in the baptismal covenant, is to seek and serve Christ in all people, loving our neighbor as ourselves. Our work, our ministry, is to reach out our hands in peace and reach out our hands in prayer to others. Jesus' death and resurrection make, make this new creation, this new being, this new reality of which we are part, he makes it possible. And for those in Christ, the former distinctions, the former divisions have been, have been overwhelmed by what God has done in Christ and that there now is a more fundamental unity of being and dwelling in Christ. Amen.